and welcome to the Good Catholic Women After Dark podcast. Um, you guys have heard my voice before. I'm Lizzie. I am probably, uh, I don't know what my title would be. I guess the producer slash uh, duck wrangler uh, editor of the podcast. Um, since this is your first time formally meeting me, a couple of things about me. Um, I am a cradle Catholic who was homeschooled from kindergarten through 12th grade, and then I attended a four-year private Catholic university. I have been married for nearly 10 years to John Paul, who is my partner in crime. And then we have two kids who are under the age of four. Um, if you hear them in the background this evening, I apologize in advance. They happen to have hid my good headphones with the uh, sound canceling microphone right before this. Um, <clears throat> I am joined tonight by one of my very best friends, Leslie. Uh, and I'll let her introduce herself. Hey friends, it's me again, your favorite uh, wild part-time or well, full-time teacher, um, full-time college student and mom of five. Um, we, I think we've been trying to record this for what, three days now? Something like that. <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you have what is essentially a large group of moms and then our awesome, you know, single child <laughs> and try to coordinate schedules in everybody's different time zones. Yes, because we have uh, people who range from the East Coast um, mm-hmm. all the way to the West Coast. Um, I'm surprised we actually don't have anybody in Hawaii. So <laughs> at this Right? Point. Is that like, that should be like on our group bucket list or something, like our podcast bucket list? <laughs> Somebody go to Hawaii and we'll record an episode, right? But wait a second. We have more. So if we have one of our friends record who is not in the States, we could technically be in two countries. We could. We just have to convince her to uh, get on with us. I bet we can. I bet. I'm pretty convincing. Okay. That's your assignment after this. <laughs> I'll work on it. I'll work on it. So how's your Lent going so far? Um, so right before we started recording, um, I just got a call from my admissions counselor from my school and they did my transcript, um, what do you call it? Transcript, uh, evaluation and all of my credits from my previous university transferred over. Um, and I ended up with a 3.7, which I'm not going to complain about. Oh no, definitely not. That's uh, higher than what I graduated with. <laughs> so for my four well, years. <clears throat> I mean, honestly, it's so I think I'm 33 credits in and it's 120, you know, credits to my degree. Um, but that last, I want to say seven, seven months is demonstrative teaching, student teaching. Um, so I'm actually like a third of the way done with my degree because oh, I will nice. be student teaching where I work. So um, that was actually kind of awesome because they just received my transcript yesterday and they told me it would take two weeks. <laughs> Nice. Sometimes yeah. it works out. I've had my when I was applying to take the uh, to graduate school before, and mm-hmm. before I decided that you know what I don't want to take another hundred thousand dollars out in student loans. Right. After my... Yeah. Yeah. The, their argument was over a twenty-year career that you mm-hmm. will make an average of a million dollars more than if you didn't have the degree. And I'm like, no. I'm like, it's not no for me. That return on investment. <laughs> no. Well, like. I also think that they assume that everybody who's doing grad school is, like, going the linear route, you know, like, high school, four years of traditional college, and then immediately to grad school. So maybe if you did that exactly and you worked up until, like, 65, like, that would be the case. But, I mean, that's not really how this works anymore. Like, most of my friends 
yeah, they go, they go to, you know, they go get their bachelors, they take, you know, they work and then they come. And that, I mean, people don't realize like even five or six years, like, yeah, that kind of knocks that, that big old figure down. Oh no. Yeah, no, that was, that was, I was going back after working for, Mm -hmm. I was trying to go back after working for like four years in my field and I Mm -hmm. had graduated for six. So yeah, I I would have lost a lot of traction had I yeah how to school full-time no I completely understand and despite living in Indiana and filing Indiana taxes for so many years for some reason the school still counted me as an out-of-state tuition student yeah yeah and it it was just like I was just like yeah I I mean if I had been in-state tuition I may have considered it but right no that's crazy yeah well obviously God had something in mind because we ended up moving to Texas and when we moved last year it would have been in the middle of my program so Oof. everything happens and then you for really would have been out of state yeah you really would have been out of state then. yeah no kidding <laughs> no I completely understand because I had every intention of so I started a program that's a cohort so you do two years at you know a community college mm-hmm. and then they had an articulation program to where you finished your two years um <laughs> sweet boy <laughs> oh the trials of motherhood but yeah, so the last two years you did like through you did at the community college, but through like a four year state university. Mm-hmm. Um, and I totally big fat had an NSP failure <laughs> um, right at the beginning of my second semester. Yeah, so I, I'm I was, staring at my yeah. two uh, mysterious shouldn't have happened Creighton babies right now. So. Oh yeah, not that like, I'm unhappy they're here, but it was just no. Kind of like, you know, when someone looks at your chart and goes, I don't know how this happened. You must have been cheating. And you're like, I didn't cheat. <laughs> you're like, this is one of the things in life I'm not trying to cheat on, friend. Nice try. I'm a penguin. Yeah. No, I totally, I, I'm hoping, knock on wood, this time to not be taking finals nine months pregnant, though. But you've done it once before, so I'm sure you could figure it out, although you've got five kids this time, too, so. Yeah, and the full-time job, so that that might be a little much, so yeah, well, and what's even crazier is I found out um, I cannot actually stay in my role at the school um, while I'm doing student teaching, so I'll have to take an educational leave of absence. which, you know, is fairly terrifying when you do have five kids. I'm the insurance carrier. Um, and that's a month and a half without pay. Uh, yeah, that's huge. It's, it really is. So I'm hoping, so from my understanding, there are a couple grants that I can that apply for. Just if you can kind of prove that it'll be like a significant hardship to your family. And seeing as how, again, I'm the insurance carrier and all that stuff, I'm hoping that that will come through because yikes. So it sounds like you've had just an absolutely busy, um, not just year, but a uh, year coming up and everything so far. Yep. I'm, but I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty excited at all. I mean, it's hard work, but I think it's all totally worth it. Oh, definitely. So, so this is no- kind of, um, mm-hmm. so it's really just, I've got a, we just got handed a big project for one of the big pipeline companies and it's doing endangered species, mm-hmm. um, assessments Ooh. for what's called mm-hmm. a, um, habitat conservation plan um and it's for mm-hmm. multiple species and species that have take permits which means that um per federal guidelines they are allowed to um in quote take so many of the animals so like um 
one of the endangered species, mm-hmm. for instance, is, is the bog turtle. And they found mm-hmm. two bog turtles in 2015. So of their, the four take permits that they applied, they applied two of them mm-hmm. to those two turtle individuals. Ah, so what we're doing is we're doing a pretty five, yeah, it's, it's kind of a beast. We, so what we're doing is we are, um, basically we are trying to take, um, what they've done in the past five years since this, um, HCP has mm-hmm. been implemented and prove to the client mm-hmm. that it actually does, um, give them value as a business. Not that it's not a great thing to do. And obviously I'm endangered right, right. species is one of my, um, pet fields within my field of environmental science. Um, but, mm-hmm. um, so it's showing, um, the pipeline company that it has business value to them, that it actually saves them in some cases, it won't save them necessarily a whole bunch of money. Um, like we've got some species that are mm-hmm. so specific with range that they have to do, um, like 17 different steps to ensure that they do not impact the species. Right. right. But, um, it say in that case, if it doesn't save the money, it certainly saves some time without doing having to do individual consultations for every single species. And on portions right. of their pipeline, they encounter like forty five different species in like a fifty Whoa. mile stretch. So it's not a small undertaking. Good lord! Yeah, no, that's definitely long. Yes, yes. This is and this permit is, um. So it's. They have to do, they have to send in annual reviews every year. Then they do a five-year mm-hmm. all-over review. And that's what we're a part of. Um, and then that leads up to 25 years where they go through with U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service and state agencies and they rehash things. Ooh. And then the permit actually expires mm-hmm. after 50 years. Oh, boy. Yeah. That sounds like so much fun. It is. It's so much fun. <laughs> the only thing more fun is when you're actually going out and doing the um presence and absence surveys because you're actually out in the field and interacting with the habitats and potentially seeing the species Mm. that's so cool i am like endlessly fascinated by your work (laughs) it's a lot of staring at computers all reality at this point in my career because i can't do the long yeah because with little kids you can't do the long haul um Mm-hmm. wetland and threatened and endangered species like I used to do mm-hmm. um, pre-kids because you're out in the field for like nine months of the year. Ooh, oh, is that all? Just nine months, right? Um, so that was for <laughs> one pipeline project. And I've wow. done several of those. So it, um, long-term field work can be anywhere from a week out in the field to years out in the field, depending mm-hmm. on the project and the scope of the project. Good Lord, man. I, you know what? I'll stick to my uh, five-year-old wrangling. <laughs> And for real like whew, there's a finite point like i know i start in august i'm done in may done sun next yes so while field work is hard i mm-hmm. did a couple of summers where um working at the houston arboretum and nature center as a contracted teacher where we did our summer camps and i had mm-hmm. the five-year-old class and whew, i don't know how you do it full-time because just working over the summer i was like I fell into my bed and probably didn't get up until the next day because five-year-olds oh, yeah, like so much work. It's intense. And, you know, like, I, I'm really excited for when we can finally do, like, the whole teacher episode because I'm sure, like, I know a bunch of us have some really good stories to tell. But, like, I know we're getting ready to go into our topic, but I have to tell you. So we had a very brief, like, 20-minute um, – what do you call it? What do you call it? Um – Oh, dang it. 
I'm a, I can't remember, like, um, not a conference, a, um, Oh, basically, just, a, just, basically right. just a quick assembly or a meeting or something. Yeah, yeah, we had an assembly. So we had an all-school assembly. It was from our sister um, sister school in Haiti. And, you know, they were asking each classroom to consider sponsoring the education of a child. Um, you know, it was really informative. It was cool because some of our high schoolers went down to the school and did some mission work this past summer. Um, you know, and it, was, it really wasn't that long. And my poor little buddy, who is just the sweetest thing ever he is very young if there's a conference for more than five minutes homeboy falls asleep (laughs) and and I don't mean like falls asleep a little bit I'm talking about like the cartoonish head drooping and like leaning forward so like my co-teacher and I have just learned for our little buddy for conferences he just has to lean up against Miss Leslie because (laughs) poor guy I and I mean, we were five minutes in and I just felt dead weight, you know, <laughs> and I just looked down and I was like, oh, precious boy. I mean, like, it, I don't think people realize, like, that is an intense schedule these kids keep. No, it is. I mean, well, I think when we were growing up, wasn't kindergarten only half mm-hmm. a day? Yeah, I know. My So my school was full day, but like they did the thing to where it was like you went half days for a while mm-hmm. and then you eased into full days. And now it's like... This kid, the school my kids attend is full day right out the gate mm-hmm. with like maybe a week of, you know, alternating days just to kind of get the class in the, in the doors and kind of get that first step done. Um, and it's the same for where I work. I mean, they get like a week of kind of like a couple afternoons or a couple mornings mm-hmm. and then it is just full tilt. And I mean, by the end of the day, these these little dudes are white. Oh my gosh, I can I can believe oh. it. I know that we're going to be moving towards that if we enroll Bernard in kindergarten. That, mm-hmm. Bernard's my oldest, mm-hmm. by the way, since I didn't use names mm-hmm. earlier. Um, <laughs> but um, when he, because he'll be four in May, so the following year, if we're mm-hmm. still here, we're in a really good school district, and he's going to go straight awesome. from being at home with dad and possibly yeah. a little pair this fall, yeah. depending on what my husband's job situation is, since he's. Mm-hmm. Really done with the PhD, which we're all so excited about. Woo-hoo! But he'll be going awesome. straight to full day kindergarten, and it's it's just gonna be yeah. by the end of the day. It you know what? That's what. So four of my five are in school, and my middle son is in kindergarten now. And there are some days to where my tires don't leave the parking lot before he is just snoring in the backseat <laughs> because it's just. I mean. It's not a bad thing. Like, I don't want anybody to listen no, to this. No, no, not that, at all. You know, oh, no. But, like, their their cells are tired. Yes. You know? <laughs> I mean, it's just so much. I mean, I think the first two or three weeks of my job teaching, I came home and I, I mean, I sat. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm just... sure. I'm just thinking back to my summer camp days. Yeah, it's. Uh... <laughs> yes. You and well, and like I think people also don't realize like the mental energy that you expend because it's not, you know, it, you can't shut down. You can't no with that you can't with that, go off high alert. No, it's not. It's not like because my mother in law and father in law were both middle school teachers, mm-hmm. so they would have a period to just like turn off. But kindergarten is yeah. a completely different thing oh. because. No, you're with those kids no. all day yes. long versus they had periods yes. and they had kids cycling out because they taught um, yep. middle school biology. 
Oh, yeah. Well, and, and another thing is, it's like five and six year olds cannot do squat for themselves. <laughs> and I mean, I told my husband the other day, I'm like, this really is just the longest extension of my motherhood, you know, yes. um, because that skill set, you know, you really are teaching kids how to behave in a social setting because a good half of our kids have never been in a traditional preschool format before. Mm-hmm. So you're having to, you know, okay, friend, we must sneeze into our elbows. Yes, we have to use hand sanitizer. Mm-hmm. No, we cannot take things off of other people's desks. Oh. I mean, and it's just like this continual, you know, yes. and my husband thinks it's hilarious because I come home and my mom voice has evolved into teacher voice. Uh-huh. <laughs> And it turns, so, you know, at school, like, you know, friends, here's what we're going to do now. And I've done that to my own children at home. I feel like I've just come full circle, you know, like I've just closed that last little gap that was remaining and, you know, we're just in it and that's what we do now. Okay. So I have something I am going to admit um, to, you've admitted this publicly, but I haven't. Um, Mm -hmm. I'm a little bit of a very niche nerd, Leslie. That's okay. That's okay. I love that. <laughs> you say that like it's a bad no, thing. It's, not, it's, it's a it's good not, thing. It's not a bad thing. No. So our topic tonight is um, planners because um, if, or, if you guys haven't seen Leslie's um, picture in our cast album on the Facebook page, it links to her planner Instagram and she's extremely um, involved in the planner community online. I'm not as um, involved. I kind of just glean things as I see them. But um, mm-hmm. I definitely have an extensive collection of washi and stickers and pens. Yes. And yes. on a daily basis, I use two paper planners plus a notebook. <laughs> love, love, love. So, yeah, like you were saying, though, like I, I, it's kind of a strange thing to tell people who haven't seen the community as a whole. Because when you're like, I'm a planner, they're like, because like that phrase is kind of mean (laughs) well and usually I get wait so you're really type A and I'm like it's like type A on steroids in my case yeah but it's pretty it's pretty type A yes like it's beautiful photographic you know Instagram picturesque so like when we're talking about planning we're talking about like old school paper planners yes but like you were saying on steroids so like we take that next level so I actually have a couple friends who own Etsy shops wildly successful Etsy shops and their niche in the market is selling stickers for paper planners oh yeah and I and I know I've probably spent at least a couple of hundred dollars in the past few years buying stickers um, and washi and then and then um, our friend Jackie, who you guys have listened to before, sent me an entire small flat rate box yes. that was completely stuck. Yes. With well, she won in our big in my big planning group that I that I've been in for a while. She won um, somebody's random act of kindness, like a giveaway, and she got the mother load. Oh my and gosh! I think yes. That, I was like a little overwhelming because you know what's really funny? You know what showed up on my doorstep when I got home? A box of planner goodies from Jackie. <laughs> so this like, this yes. Jackie, you totally planned this right. <laughs> right? It's like, oh, I see what you did there. So it's like, it was like planner Christmas at my house. Oh, yeah. So like, my, so my one friend in particular, um, her name is Venus. And I'll have to give you guys a link to her shop because she is branching out a little. She used to kind of, um, 
she used to be very niche in the planner community, but she, her husband owns a 3D printer. Ooh. Um so yeah, so they've done awesome things. So they do like custom cookie cutters. Um, they do custom luggage tags. So one of the really cool things that I'm doing here in May is I'm going to like the what 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 did John call it? He called it like like the Oprah Christmas event of planners, <laughs> like nerddom. You know, that's, because that's probably extremely accurate. <laughs> It very much is. So, like, I'll set the scene here. So, like, I, I think this is my fifth conference. And my first one was last year um, in March. And that might need to be its own separate podcast. Uh, <laughs> probably. Probably. That's Just to for all of for my... everyone, it involves a very angry Pikachu. Yes, it does. And and, and we yeah, just... have teased Leslie about Pikachu <sighs> since this has happened. Listen, I and here but the great part of this is that my mother was a witness to all of this. So for all of my planner friends who happen to be listening, I'm talking about OG Plannerland in Knoxville of Tennessee notebooks and washing tape. Um <laughs> Lord have mercy. That is just listen. So, you know, I'm gearing up to do this this conference in Vegas. And it's like, I mean, it is just, it's crazy because at planner conferences, you know, you'll have like motivational speakers come in, which is, I mean, it's awesome. So they'll like talk about their life story or like how using a paper planner or an organizer will kind of come in and help. Well, Venus, like I was saying, her shop um, has been sponsors for lots of these, and they do, like, custom luggage tags, and the Tumblr that she sent me for this upcoming trip I have has a custom vinyl on it from her shop, and it is, like, the cutest thing ever, and I, so, yeah, shout, we'll have to give a shout out to Venus, and I'm gonna have to send you a link to her shop. Oh, yeah, yeah, and, it and is I'll, I'll include links so to various cute. things in the show notes for this one, because I'm yeah, sure people are we're gonna going have to be to. like, what the heck are you talking about, and then they can- I know, it. right? Well, and well, I'm most excited because if you're in the planner community at all, I feel like everybody's gateway planner is Erin Condren. Like, you know, you know what I mean? Like, people, but mine actually wasn't of all things. Really? No, I'm a little sick. Yeah. Well, the thing is, I have been uh, dedicated to using a paper planner Mm. since middle school when American Girl had a green planner that was probably personal sized. That was my very Mm -hmm. first planner, and I was either ten or eleven when I got yep. that and then follow- so hmm I want to say that mine started at about sixth grade too but my first like proper big girl adulting planner was my EC mm-hmm. and for those of you who are listening who don't like aren't in the planner community Erin Condren is like the Oprah of the planning world she really is like she and what's awesome is she's the keynote speaker at this conference I'm going to and she's doing a pop-up shop there Oh, I bet she's going to have some awesome... I may have to just send you money and be like, buy me cool things. Right? Just surprise me. Uh, (laughs) Right? I'm going to tell you, though, like... Oh, should I tell the um, homeboy story? You know the homeboy story. Yeah, I do. Go ahead. Oh, okay. So, to make a really long story short, this woman posted in the big planning community I'm in. And she's like, I got my latest Aaron Condren order. And she's like, the order was perfect. She's like, but I was, you know, going through the packaging and I looked at the bottom and there's my invoice. And she's like, or no, it wasn't her invoice. It was like a random piece of paper. And she turned it over and just randomly written in male handwriting was, I don't give a flying bleep homeboy with a drawing of a paper airplane going to the sky. And she was like, I don't even know what this is. 
but she's like i busted <laughs> out laughing oh no I, you know what? i think you tagged me in the big planner group over this too i think i yeah, did I think this did. is a couple years old yeah. but like listen like every so like the the current ongoing gag because erin condren and god bless her her quality control is not what it used to be no, and like it's not. And even my sister oh. said that they're planners. Um, yeah. Because Eric Condren was very mm-hmm. gay planner. Um, yeah. They said that even they noticed that some of the qualities in Selena's movie years. And that's, I'm like, that's yeah. It is. And, like, people, so we, you know, it's an ongoing joke that it's, like, it's Aaron Condren launch season because there'll be this influx of new members to be like, hey, I got so-and-so's planner with this customized cover on it. It clearly wasn't my order. So, like... We are the hashtag in the community is Homeboy Strikes Again. And like it is, it, it, I think it was it, literally like two years ago, it's still funny, but at the last Go Wild, she laminated it, <laughs> brought it with her. And I, I lost it. I mean, I literally, like when I saw that photo pop up in my, my Facebook feed, I had tears streaming down my face because the continuity of that joke is just, it's the gift that keeps on giving. But seriously, like there are people who make major money oh my gosh, off no, of I mean, the one that I can think stuff. of, the one that I can think of is, um, you know who, you know Glam Planner, right? The L, um, yep. L, what's yeah. her last name? Fowler? But she mm-hmm. was she was a beauty guru, a very successful yeah. beauty guru. Then she broke her back, and I know there's all kinds of controversy surrounding her shop. Yeah, I don't know if I love her. Yeah, you know? I don't know if I like. She was big, but I think her. You're you're like what you're saying with controversy is very true. Um, well, she's really big, and and the happy planner Stephanie Fleming, like. Oh my gosh, she spoke at Go Wild as one of the keynote speakers last year. And I don't know if many people know her personal story. Her son committed suicide. Oh my goodness. Yes. And she, so, because I mean, honestly, I feel like there's kind of a prosperity gospel lean well, in the planner community. And, and I sometimes. feel like it's not just necessarily the planner community that's that way. I yeah. feel like like the Catholic Instagram mom and Twitter oh, mom thing and Facebook mom listen. thing is the same way. Which is which is one yeah. reason why our little group of really close friends meshes so well because oh Lord, we, we are, can't with that ish. No, I, that I ish listen. Lord, I am I am the no. I'm away done from yeah. that. No, listen. I, I like that makes me want to stab people, and I mean that in the most Christ-like way possible. Well, like, he, he <laughs> like, did flip I tables. In, he did flip tables at one point, so I mean, Jesus <laughs> is my spirit animal. That right there, I have never felt more vindicated as an adult when I read that gospel passage. <laughs> like, yes, yes, the heck he did. Go, Jesus! <laughs> you flip those tables, man. Like, well, there's just this weird, like, prosperity gospel leaning. And I have, listen, I could unpack a whole lot of thoughts on this. But, like, part of it goes back for me to the fact that a lot of women do bring faith into their bigger planner lines. So, like, Stephanie Fleming does have, um, like, some religious themes in some of her stuff. It's not, I, I don't want to say it's overtly, like, religious or overtly Christian, but she does. And I feel like, but her story was so inspiring because all my friends who, you know, are, are I mean, just to be perfectly blunt, are total hard asses. Like, they don't, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really, it would take a lot for them to get an emotional reaction, you know? Right. And she's talking about, like, her son's suicide. And, and her, her kind of underlying message is, 
there is enough ugly in the world. You should have something in your life that is encouraging and happy just for you, you know? So while I don't love the you go girl, you know, boss babe, the, the whole Rachel Hollis trend. She she really oh, she really listen. She just bugs me. I I try when she's I, a terrible human being. She really sorry. Is. She's yeah. a plagiarizing. Like if if the biggest problem in your life is that you struggled giving up Diet Coke, I one hundred and eighty six percent cannot relate to you. Seriously, peace. Move it. Like go somewhere else with that. I cannot. Like the, the, I I listen to the audiobook. <laughs> of the first two chapters and rage quit and i am not a quitter when it comes to books no i'm usually not but, either but i i, uh-uh. I just picked it up and i picked it up in target mm-hmm. and actually she had a, a commercial for the book come up in target and oh. just her attitude oh. i was like nope yeah. not gonna not not, not no we are not her target audience no, like for real totally and really not well and i feel like such a jerk because like i feel that book is very polarizing and i know this sounds awful but I think it says a lot about you if that's, like, your favorite book ever. Because I feel like that is dipping your toe into a sea. And then being like, hey, look at me. I'm swimming. No. Yeah. Seriously. No, you are not. It's so, it's just, it's, it's, it's very Protestant. Not to knock our Protestant brothers, you know, and sisters. But I feel like, out of but, that, I feel like you're one of the ones in our group who can really be like, yeah dude i can deliver that hit (laughs) i personally can say that because i've been on both sides of the fence and i that's something that i i actively stepped back from in choosing to convert to the catholic faith because i just found it very shallow um and self-serving in a very strange way Mm -hmm. and i just i can't with that aesthetic and you know there really are a lot of religious undertones to a lot of the planning community and I feel like like you were saying that kind of goes into the feminine undercurrent as far as like Instagram posts go um and I can't with that I mean it's just it's too saccharine sweet it's not realistic listen y'all I'm sitting on my bed I'm looking around my bed I have my makeup back from this morning because I put my makeup on sitting on the edge of my bed because let's keep it real mm-hmm. I have the box Jackie scents. I have my light-up makeup mirror that's, like, my trifold um, that I can't plug in because my desk is covered with crap. I have laundry my husband washed for me, like, a week ago. I have a paper plate from dinner, and I have my purse. <laughs> this is, like, the least curated, you know? Oh, yeah. Like, no. I can't do that. And the plating community, I think, is either, like, very real and gritty or very Instagram. Like, Okay, so aside from Erin Condren, what other um, mm-hmm. planners have you um, used in the past or that you've really, really liked? I know you do a lot of bullet journaling now. Mm-hmm. So bullet journaling was, so what happened was in the big planning group that I'm in, they do these challenge groups called Wild 30. Um, and this woman named Marie Mundo, I'm getting her name. I'm butchering it. I'm so sorry. She She is um, I want to say she's Puerto Rican. I think she's Puerto Rican. So I'm clearly saying her name wrong. Marie, if you listen to this, my apologies. Um, but she did this class that she called Projo. So it was like professional bullet journaling. So it was like a goal oriented class to where we did 30 days of challenges. And what's crazy is that in this $20 class, I like, I feel like it just kind of ignited like a goal setting passion for me. You know what I mean? Cause like, I was able to combine really creative stuff with practical applications. Um, 
And I started my first bullet journal, I want to say about a year and a half ago. So, well, it was almost two years ago this coming summer. Um, and I kept that up until March of last year. And then I kind of slowly transitioned. I had like a brief fling with traveler's notebooks. Um, and now, and this is some specific terminology. If you're a planner girl, you're going to love this. If you're not, your eyes are going to glaze over. <laughs> I'm in a Foxy Fix pink peppercorn personal wide rings right now. I am using um, Annie Plans printables um, inserts for my dailies and weeklies. My monthly is Jacinia Plans and I have some dot grid paper in there that I'm using to do some like rudimentary sketching out of some school schedules. So that is my personal planner. My work planner is a Carrie L um, intentional life planner. So I met Carrie L at Winter Planner Land this past December um, in Atlanta, Georgia. And she's also, she she does her planning company with her husband. So like they travel together. She, she kind of talked to us about some goal setting things um, and basically like the nitty gritty of how she started her business. Um, I really enjoyed listening to her. She was very, she was motivational without being schmaltzy, um, very down to earth. And she really talked my hustle was hard you know I really had to chase what I wanted I failed a million times getting there but um I purchased this from her in person it was like literally the week that I got my job offer and while I was talking to her husband and kind of purchasing everything he threw in a blank bullet journal for me because he had heard me talk about you know this new job that I was having so they always are going to have like a little soft spot in my heart because they're just an awesome team um, and then I actually have, okay, Lizzie, are you on the Hobo no, train? No, I'm not. I, I, I've known what they are for years before, like it became like the huge mm, thing in the right. last couple of months in the big group. Right. Yep. The trend. Uh, I've yep. known about them for years because, um, when <sighs> we were in Hamburg, my boss, my boss, mm-hmm. or the mom, the mom I nannied for used one. Mm-hmm. Oh, listen. Okay. So I have a love hate relationship here. So it is, listen, I probably will drop it in about three or four months. I'm just being real. I bought one on jet pens and then <laughs> that turned into me buying a leather cover for it, which turned into me buying sticker kits for it, which turned into me buying Annie Plans printables tip-ins for it. So it's like fully kitted out. It's good to go. But the paper is like it's it's, onion ja- it's paper. Japanese it's paper. like they use that bible onion, paper like airmail paper yeah like the bellamy feeling paper it's just yeah and the reason mm-hmm. yes it bleeds to, and the thing is you have to have like such so specific pens for it so it doesn't bleed so yep. it... and listen normally that's my jam but this was my toss in the person yeah. go planner and that's a big no-no um so I really I think that functionally for some people it's like a really good size because it's not super overwhelming it's small it's cute so I'm kind of having a little thing on the side with it right now but it may not make the cut we'll see like I might take it to go wild and kind of you know look I feel like people are either super Hobonichi weeks. Oh, we should probably oh, yeah. tell them what it is. <laughs> well, we, it's we not Hobonichi it. weeks. Don't worry. <laughs> yes. Yes. It's the Hobonichi weeks. And they're like $26, $27. If you just get like the regular version, they make a mega weeks, which has like extra um, note paper in the back. And go, Holy hmm. crap. But the thing is, that's kind of mid range for planners. Oh, that's the cheapest planner. Kind of I own. No, that's the cheapest planner. 
that's the cheapest planner I own. Okay, so that's the cheapest for real. One. Well, um, my my main my main personal planner is one of the um, the mm-hmm. well, like, they're kind of an Erin Condren knockoff. And I know that there was a um, <laughs> there was mm-hmm. a lawsuit, a lawsuit over the yes. planners. But the thing is, the recollection. I don't. Yeah, is, is are they the creative year or is it the is that a different line that they've got that's more of the personal planner? I never I never get them straight because I. You know what? They've actually changed it recently because I know that they just started to drop their academic year planners. Which, so which I'm actually excited about because I don't plan on the academic year. I think if I had kids who were in school, I might. Yeah. And John Paul plans yeah. on the academic year because of, he's been a student for so long. But for me, my year has to start right. in January. See, but no, see, for me, it's it's not just work. It's like you were saying, my kids are in school. So that for me now is what yes. I'm in. Um, and I think that works well for some people. Well, and also like, I, I do think that it was really smart of the planner community because they don't just have like the big shebang in January. Now they get to have a second no, release I, season. Well, and I think, doesn't Erin Condren release her new stuff with the fiscal year? So she releases it in July. Yeah, she does. She does. And what's really crazy is, okay, so I was looking through my planners and I got, let's see, I think it was my second Erin Condren, two days before my son Michael, my number four, was born. Uh, he just turned six. I took my planner with me to the hospital and set it up when he was like five hours old. You know what? You need to just have that, not that plan, not set, setting up planning is <laughs> mindless, but you need something just soothing through the uh yes the and honestly birth, birthing a baby. i know right but like okay so let's get into the zen of stickers then so there is something so innately satisfying about putting stickers in your planner don't knock it right. till you've and- tried it but like getting everything lined up is beautiful it's magic well and do you do the no white space planning or do you just use them as accents Okay, so I'm torn. I don't love no white space planning because I feel visually it's very cluttered. But I also don't just do like icons. I like to use mini kits for my weekly spreads, but I'm not really big on like a ton of deco. So I like a good like quarter box that I can write on. I like washi strips that accent, you know, the kit. So you will love this. So Sweet Kawaii Designs just had their $2 Tuesday a couple weeks ago. And it was totally Oh, crap. I knew that they were coming out with it, and I missed it. I, I well, no, it's still up. I think she added oh more gosh, to I'm it. have to get on after this. So we'll have to for, link that, for, too. For, for Seriously, and, uh, no. Just, just her, aside, uh, oh. Leslie's youngest, and then, bo- and then my oldest, they're mm-hmm. both obsessed with Totoro. So. <laughs> oh, love. Love. And it is like, well, I showed Peter, and Peter lost it he was like this is my planner i'm like no <laughs> no mommy will find you cheaper, cheaper. i gave him <laughs> yes i was like well and so what i did is like so what are the little furry things they like, uh they called? yes thank you there's like rows <gasps> and rows of, oh my gosh. of those on the last page of the kit so i took a couple off and gave peter a piece of paper and that kind of like held him at base so i could quickly like <laughs> put down the rest of my stickers and stuff my planner that was like enough to take the edge off but like 
that's the cool thing about planning is like it's there's a niche market within a niche so like i had a stranger things um layout for the premiere of season two actually i have actually i did have one for stranger things last year and the shop that i got my kit from was um oh Mm. is it Mine was from Little Dog Paper Mine Co. Mine is like adorkable stickers or something. She does a whole bunch of nerdy ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Yep, yep. And that's the awesome thing is like it's a niche within yes. a niche. You know what I mean? So like for, for so those are my planners that I have now. And I'm thinking, okay, so Mystic's Little Gifts is a leather shop. And she's actually somewhat local to me. She's located in Franklin, Tennessee. You'll have, the, she was like my first leather Mm -hmm. planner I really really like leather ring planners because a they're durable and b it's kind of like John was like I don't understand why you have more than one I'm like well it's like my purse yeah seriously like I'm gonna change it up you know like you kind of want to change it up so she has her planners are very affordable they're handmade it's just her doing it so you know her turnaround times can be a little long sometimes but it's worth the wait well she did a mystery sale Mm -hmm. a few weeks ago and I scored a pocket ring planner. Now, y'all, this is some tiny nonsense. It's like three and a half inches by, I think, four and a half inches. And it's a ring planner. And it came in this sweetheart leather. Oh. And it's like this metallic pink leather. It is beautiful. And it was $20. Oh, that's awesome. Because it had a tiny mark on the back. Y'all, like, if you're looking for a good gateway and you're thinking, like, Aaron Condren's not my aesthetic or you want rings or something along those lines, Mystic's Little Gifts is a great place to look because she does second sales sometimes. And even her new stuff is very affordable. So, like, for comparison, my Foxy Fix that I have, I bought it used. I bought it on the BST. Um, they run about 180. Right, and I feel like those are on par with how much the um the old school Franklin Covey planners run cuz I know yes. that um yes. my first big girl job, so my first professional job, they used mm. and they had a company mm-hmm. deal cuz it was a company of like 40,000 people for discounts on mm. um Franklin Covey. So that's what everybody used and yeah. I, I Yep. Yep. And that's like your professional, you know, like I've made it you know planner now and and full disclosure i don't Mm -hmm. use it for my professional planner anymore i actually found um Mm -hmm. a couple of years ago it's called the action day planner and i find that that works that Mm -hmm. that lay that layout works so much better for me um it's got an hourly layout but then it's also Mm -hmm. got like a to-do list thing and then it's got like a section for calls and meetings and all of that so because i because my field is um operates on sold time i'm an environmental consultant so you have to Mm -hmm. bill your time to the client. So, so the closest oh, thing that yeah. I can relate back to that most people understand is lawyers. Because, mm. because yeah, yeah, yeah so billable hours on um, sold time as well. So that has been just mm. finding that has been great for my professional planning life. And actually, I was thinking I've got two awesome. planners for work. The other one is um, a teeny tiny planner that my company sends out yearly to everybody. So mm-hmm. it's just like you know the seven day two-page spread but that mm. way I can note like if mm. I have to be in the office by 7 a.m because we have an 8 a.m conference call for right. eastern time mm. then I've got that at mm. home and I can quickly reference it without having to turn on my laptop and check outlook and and look yeah. yeah yeah and have it just be a whole ordeal well, like the foxy fix planners I mean they can be pretty pricey 
but like the the so I think I paid I traded I actually this is so weird I bought a smaller planner didn't love it and found somebody who was looking for the planner I had and she had a planner I wanted so I paid a little extra I think market value was like 110 but I mean I use it daily oh, yeah. like multiple well, times a day I mean, it's it's, it's it's kind mm-hmm. of another niche level of crazy but i was um my oldest was very a very willing baby to be worn so i have a bunch of woven wraps and mm-hmm. it's kind of the same deal yep. like if you've got something that you, people oh, really yes. really desired and you mm-hmm. can swap it around so mm-hmm. um yeah and it market value is good like like a, a lot of leather planners and listen this is low end if so back to mystic's little gift so like something equivalent her shop would be maybe 60 to 70 yeah, that's, that's really and nice. her work is it really and honestly like the workmanship is just it's gorgeous and that lovely leather smell so listen foxy fix used to be like a bougie planner mm-hmm. if you want to go a level up from that you can look at pele studios oh pele studios <laughs> but they are but they start around $300 yeah, it's it's one of those where and, it's like I will see you from afar but I will first oh, of all I, it's like it's I like trust myself with it but that's I'm also really oh, I lose it. on my um plan yes yeah. oh for sure well like these these are like so they're like goat skin leathers with like a specialty um it's kind of like I'm, I'm trying to think of the word that they use for it, but it, it's a glitter spine, but it's leather embedded in the glitter, and it like doesn't come off. So that's like it's a, sadly, it is essentially like buying a really super duper high quality goat skin coated Latin Bible. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. And to put it in like super girl terms, it's like so if you so like let's say that Foxy fixes like your coach handbag. Okay, mm-hmm. you're gonna go up to like not retail outlet, but like boutique Michael Kors for your Pele. Now, have you heard of Gilios? Just very, very recently. Okay, those suckers can go to a thousand dollars. They are beautiful, but they're handmade Italian leather planners, and I can't listen. I am a teacher. <laughs> I make peanuts. I'm talking like months and plus more salary, like mortgage payments for yeah. planners. And don't get me wrong. Like, I feel like people want to like, you know, poo-poo other people's hobbies or whatever. But if that's your thing, go for it. You know what I mean? We all have like that one thing that we just really like that other people are like, well, and that we spend I money mean, on. And that's well, what I this mean, is. Kind of like, um, I mean, to go super nerdy, it's like the people who do the... Mm-hmm. Um, like Magic the Gathering, there's some really just yep. It's it's, it's just extremely oh, for sure. niche hobby. It can get very expensive, but people find it fulfilling. Mm-hmm. So and, and oh yeah, what always gets me is people are like, I can't believe they spent that much money on it, and I'm like, it's their money. <laughs> yeah, like what does it affect you? Well, that's the thing is we always tell our kids in class we don't yuck somebody else's yuck. Yes. Which I mean, that's just like the nice kindergarten teacher way of putting it. Like, it it ain't affecting you. Let people enjoy things. Move about you your should, day. You should go. tell. You should so, tell Venus I mean, to make some stickers that say that. Oh, that would be so good. Ooh, that might have to be like our. <laughs> Did we just come up with our title? Yeah, I, 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 I think show. I'm gonna have to get the title for this. For this. Don't yuck someone else's yum. <laughs> yup. But I mean, like. 
Oh, there's, but there's like, so like we have one friend who's really into cars and hi, if you think players are expensive, I got some news for you. That is crazy pants expensive. Some people travel, you know, it's just, I think for me, I don't know about you, but like for me, it's, it's not just a my time and be more organized and efficient it's also a way to be creative in the confines of what my vocation is right now so you know it's like my life is fairly crazy but that's a way for me to bring order to it but still have yes so and before I got into the whole um more of the washi and decorating stuff um before I'm sure you've had these instances Mm -hmm. too where your planner has literally saved your butt because you wrote something down um in my case it prevented us and helped us get a solution when we were homeless in Rome for six hours. Oh, is uh, that yeah, all? So, just, just a little touch so, of homelessness. Um, a little bit more background on me. I have lived in Germany twice with my husband for his doctoral studies. It was absolutely fabulous mm-hmm. both times. Um, we would bet we, I do not uh-huh. exaggerate when I say if we had jobs and a way over there, we would literally sell all of our stuff and move tomorrow. <laughs> uh-huh. But... Um, so he used to make fun of me and he's made fun of me since we've been engaged because I write everything down. And these were not fancy planners at the time. This was like the the $7 Barnes and Noble punctuate planner, which is like five by eight. So it suited my needs at the time of just being a newly married person. Well, I wrote down all of our information, Mm -hmm. the Expedia confirmation number and the information to the hotel and stuff. And we get to (laughs) the hotel, which was basically an Airbnb because half of the Half of the hmm. um, Airbnb is basically just Americans copying what Europeans have been doing for years. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that sounds so yeah. familiar. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so we get there and they have no record of our, um, our reservation <gasps> and they have no record of our reservation. And the thing no. is we had to find a phone because our German cell phones mm-hmm. didn't work in um, Italy unless we wanted to pay like a Euro per minute. Um, so no. we had to find some place to call, and John Paul finally gets them. He has to get his son, because he only speaks Italian, mm-hmm. and his son speaks broken English. So mm-hmm. <laughs> it was, it was, it was oh, a boy. big ordeal. And it turns out Expedia uh. canceled our hotel reservation without notifying <gasps> us. Yes. No. And the thing is, we picked... Oh, oh. my gosh. So... Thankfully, we found a hotel that was within our budget. Well, it was just a teeny tiny bit above our budget, but my parents were helping us out with mm-hmm. the hotel in Rome, so that was mm-hmm. really, really nice, but it ended up being a better... Not at all stressful. It, it was stressful, but it ended up being a better <laughs> hotel than the situation that we would have been in, because nice. it was actually like, I think it was like called the Luxury Suites or something, and we had... <laughs> and this mm-hmm. is the best part. We had a bidet. Yes! Live your best had life. Never seen a bidet before, and he walks into the bathroom. And he comes <gasps> out and says, "Why are there two toilets?" Oh, that's funny. <laughs> and then, and then I kept trying to get him to try it, and he's like, "He's like, nope, nope, not gonna do it." And I, I did turn it on. It did not have hot water, so it's pretty rude. <laughs> oh, that is unpleasant. Oh, that is like, yeah, that's not. I'd imagine that, like, that's not how you want to introduce somebody to a No, no, not at all. It needs to be warm, pleasant water. Oh, I feel like we've definitely come full circle. Well, so now I have to ask you. So since we're, you know, a Catholic podcast and all, 
Do you have any favorite Catholic planner goodies? Um, so actually it goes back to stickers. There is a, and this mm-hmm. is actually related on my plans for my 33rd birthday this year. So I'm having my Hobbit, my, I'm having awesome. my adult, welcome to adult Hobbit. Or, yes. or as another friend put it, my Jesus birthday is this year. So what? Yes. Isn't that Anne-Marie? Does Anne-Marie say Anne-Marie that? Anne-Marie says it, but I've also had a couple of other friends who've called it the Jesus birthday. So. I yes. love that. So love it. Um, her shop name is called A Novel Pursuit. Yes, I yes. love her Saint her her feast. Yes, so I picked up her monthly and holy day of obligation pack for my planner um this year. And mm-hmm. then because awesome. I'm turning 33 and the consecration to Mary mm-hmm. is 33 days long, I'm going to be doing the oh, consecration leading up to my 33rd birthday. So I had to get the Marian consecration days. That is perfect i love it oh my gosh that's awesome okay so i'll ask you so there are a few catholic planners on the market and i know that we probably have some listeners who have used the blessed is she catholic planner the blessed is she was one of the it's probably the most expensive planner that i have bought i got on it when they released the calendar year for the very first edition of it and Mm -hmm. uh I know I'm probably gonna get a lot of flack, <laughs> but it was not. It, nope, preach. It was not my favorite. Um, and there were multiple yeah. reasons for it. Um, the first thing, the th- one thing I did really like is they used really good quality paper, like really, really good quality mm-hmm. paper. Um, it was obvious that mm-hmm. they spent a good amount of time planning out the layouts and the designs mm-hmm. and the um, the calligraphy throughout was absolutely gorgeous. But mm. for my planning style and coming into it, as so, I, I feel like it was more designed for stay-at-home moms or homeschooling moms rather yep. than the mom yep. in our situation where you work full-time outside the home. And part of that was mm. it was gigantic. It's heavy and it's clunky and it's kind of, listen, I'm just going to say it. It's a clunker. It, it's no, not it good. seriously is a clunker. And then they came out with the smaller size and I was like, you know, I spent... $75 shipping on the first one I just can't commit that to something I am going to gamble on if I'm going to like it versus like the Michaels planner I've got which is I mean I joke with my sisters because they still buy Erin Condren I'm I joke I'm like my knockoff planner um you're you're great value Erin Condren yes because I because I wait until Black Friday and then I get them for 10 yeah you do which is mm-hmm. great. Um, and my which is past, smart. My past two years, I've had llamas on the front, which is so appropriate that you added yes. me to the gift group, which is llamas is a whole, yeah, other, it is. A, a whole other aspect of the planner. Their mascot. Yes. Yep, it's our mascot. So um, it just, and the other thing that I was just extremely disappointed in it was mm. the coil. Yes. The coil. I have heard just, that. For as much money as I spent on the planner, Mm-hmm. I would have wanted a better quality coil because the thing is, right. if I would throw it into my bag, the back mm. pages would fall out mm. because instead of doing like, um, I'm looking at my um, Michael's planner right now, instead of mm. the, like the complete spiral um, that mm. they had, it would have been mm. a, um, it was just like a weird, like metal comb planner. And quite frankly, the, yes. the wire did not feel like it was as high of quality. The other thing is, which I know they've 
corrected in subsequent editions of the planner is that it did not have hmm. a folder to put things in and it didn't have a pen holder. Which is such an oversight. Oh That's a gosh, huge yes. oversight. Well, and, well, the other thing that didn't work for me is that it was a four-page hmm. weekly spread. That's overkill. Yeah. Even for people who are like big old planners, that is some hardcore overkill. Seriously. It just, it did not work because you had everything on one side, which was great with menu planning and all that. And that's why I said, right, it's right. probably great if you're a stay at home mom or if you're homeschooling and stuff and it can just sit right, right. in, uh, in mm. like your action state, in your command station. But for somebody right. who needs to tote something around, it just, it didn't no. work. Well, okay, so I, I, so I know, you know, I have some of the same complaints as you, but I also feel like my big gripe is they saw the trend of the planner community and they just jumped on it. They kind of bandwagoned. I don't feel like that they, they came at it from like a proper planning angle. They just thought this would be a cool project to create and didn't really look at like, how people use the planner what would you want in a planner yes okay great you have nice paper but like it's not structurally sound and I mean listen my foxy fix I know I'm gonna have some people gasping here I tossed that sucker right in my work bag no dust jackets nothing and I can't with these massive planners that are so pretty that they're useless because what good is your planner going to do if you don't take it with you? Exactly. I mean, it's just, it's, it's now, I will say my Cariel work planner, it is a behemoth. It is bigger than the Aaron Condren. And it, that sucker is heavy. However, that was purchased with the intent of this is for work. This stays at work. And I have pages. So, um, you know, I am the catechist for catechesis of the good shepherd for my school and, I do a lot of my planning in there. So I have everything, you know, cohesive in one place. That to me is more useful because I, the structure of it makes sense for how people tend to plan. And I feel like the Blessed Estee Planner could have been great, but like you can make any planner Catholic. Well, and that's the other thing is there is, I don't know if you know about the website. It's called Agendio. You can go in. Yes, yes, yes. You can can go in. Custom. So many, um, you can customize your layouts and you can customize yeah just like plum paper planner and actually i really i wish that the michaels planner had one of the layouts plum paper has and it was my favorite Mm. and i'm debating about going back to it for 2020 because Mm. what they did is they had a two-page spread for the week Mm -hmm. seven days were on one page and then you Mm -hmm. had an entire side for notes Ooh, so that was so far so far that is my favorite um my favorite layout that i've used so. Well, I've I've done some unorthodox things, and I've ordered some unbound planners before. I know Aaron Condren for a couple years would sell you like an EC planner and not coil it for you mm-hmm. if you requested it. And there were some people who would. I mean, there's some people who do like Franken planning, and they'll take like a Happy Planner punch and use like Happy Planner covers, but have different guts and vice versa. Yeah. Um. You know, honestly, like, just to kind of cap it off, like, if it doesn't work for you, it's not worth it. Yeah, no. You have to kind of explore and and figure out what your style is. Because the thing is, in the end, yeah, planning is great and it's everything. But if it's not, if the layout's not working for you, if the format's not working out for you, it's not going to work. Like, one of my sisters who was an Erin Condren, um, big fan all through college and stuff, Mm -hmm. now that she's married and she's Mm -hmm. a stay-at-home mom, she lives by Google Calendar because she and her husband can share it. 
Exactly. Yeah. So and I, I know mean, that's it, really, really common. Yeah. No, I mean, it just, it, it, it really, it just drives by what your lifestyle is and what your needs are. And if, yeah. it, if it works, if it's for not you, functional. One, yeah. Yeah, it exactly. Cause, because I mean, that's the entire point of a planner. Yeah. It, you need yep. to be functional. You need to, to work with your person. Yep. Well, I know that Lizzie and I were chatting and we want to put together a list of resources. Um, we'll kind of give you guys um, some, you know, some of our favorite shops that we like to look at, all that good stuff. So you guys can kind of follow along. And if you have any questions, tag us in the Facebook group. Siri- we love to chat planners. Seriously. We, obviously. Uh, obviously, this is, this is probably going to be a pretty hefty episode. So, but I mean, we, we geeked out. And I mean, I think yeah, we did. were the two that planning in our um, yeah. intimate group so this was for this was a lot sure of fun. and there goes, it was there goes my call for uh yep it's definitely bedtime and mm-hmm. so we need to sign off and being that we're working moms we both definitely need to get to bed yes we do sister yes we do all right everyone thank you for joining us tonight um you can subscribe to us on wherever you listen to your podcast be it apple iTunes, um, Stitcher. Uh, we're on Google Play now. You can also follow us on Twitter and Facebook at GW, uh, GCW Podcast. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.